Welcome to the Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets Show. My name is Ethan Kershaw, Daily Fantasy Soccer Analyst, and today we're going to be talking about a three-game slate on DraftKings for MLS Soccer. Got an awesome set of picks for you here and an awesome set of bets for you as well. But before we jump into the video, make sure you drop a like on this video and also head on over to Mayo Media Network and subscribe to Pat's channel. They're pumping out some awesome content over there. They'll keep you updated with all of the hottest DFS news and updates. Um, also, make sure to uh, subscribe to Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets The Mix wherever you get your podcasts from. Then leave a five-star review. It'll really help the channel out. And then once you're done with that, just head on over to Twitter. Follow me at Ethan Kershaw 9 where I will help you out with any of your DFS soccer problems. I'll give you some advice, um, some updates, some news, anything you need, I'm there for you. That being said, let's go ahead and jump into the slate today. Um, I'm going to start this slate off with a, a bit of a disclaimer. Um, Rui Diaz, Raul, 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 Raul Rui Diaz, the forward for Seattle, um, is the highest price forward on this slate, and deservedly so. Um, I'm going out and getting him, but if you're in a, a kind of a slate or, or a situation where you really need to differentiate, he's not a great option to be someone who's going to differentiate the slate for you, really change things up. That's why I'm not going to mention his name today, but I do think he's a very viable and life pick. I think he's got a great chance to score in the game against Houston, uh, the Houston Dynamo. Um, so go ahead and fire him up. But if you're looking to maybe pay down or differentiate, look for some other guys, I've got a couple awesome options for you today. Um, the first guy we're going to be looking at is going to be Franco Fragapane. Uh, if I said that right, if not, I'm very sorry, sorry Franco. Uh, but Minnesota United, he's at 8.5K. Um, pretty cheap for, my, for what I think he has been doing lately. Um, he's only scored in half of the last four games, but he does have a floor of 12 points um, in those last four games. Um, also, five crosses and four shots in the last game. Um, I've been looking at him at more as more of a, a left midfielder, um, even though on DraftKings he is uh, listed as a forward. He has been playing left midfield, getting up and down the field for Minnesota. Minnesota lately has been seeing a ton of success, and a lot of it has been due to the uh, the resurgence of Fregapane. Um, I think he's a fantastic start on DraftKings this week, 8.5K. Um, I don't think a ton of people will be playing him, and also... Colorado's going to be without their best defender in Sam Vines, who got called up to uh, for USA duty uh, this week. So I think Fragapane, awesome start this week. Um, another forward that we're going to be looking at who's definitely in play this week is from a team that I really think is going to have a fantastic week. Um, we're looking at Maxi Yuruti of the Houston Dynamo, 8.1K. Now, the reason I love Yuruti so much, I understand they're going against Seattle, which Seattle are a very, very good team. But Seattle are dealing with a couple of injuries, um, especially on uh, defense. And so I think that Yuruti's got a great chance to score. He has done so in four of the last six games, and he's been averaging four shots on almost two shots on goal. Um, during that stretch. So I think he's got a great chance to be active up top like he usually is. Uh, Houston Dynamo have been scoring a lot of goals lately. They just haven't really gotten the results like the wins. Uh, but I think he's got a great chance to score here. Houston are definitely going to have chances in this one. I think Yuruti is going to be the centerpiece of the attacking, uh, the attacking play for Houston. I'm looking at a slightly cheaper forward that I really like as well. is going to be Adrian Hunu. And who knew that this guy would be so good, but he is literally playing lights out for Minnesota United. Um, who knew has, light, has lately been starting at the forward position up top with uh, Reynoso, um, but I really like Hunu as a cheaper player option. 
um, instead of Reynoso. Reynoso is pretty expensive this week, um, but I like Hunu, 6.5K. He's, um, he's averaging a total of 12 points a game this year. Um, so when he plays, when he gets to start, he's extremely effective. Also, he scored in two of his last three games, and he's had eight shots and five fouls drawn over that span. So I think he's got a great chance to create opportunities in this game, probably get a goal. He doesn't always play a full 90 minutes in the game, but it's okay. He'll definitely return value for you if he scores, maybe gets an assist in this game. I think he definitely can against Colorado. Again, no Sam Vines. He's got a great chance to score, so 6.5K, get him into your lineups. Now looking at the midfielders, which you know how, how I am about the midfielders. I really am a sucker for midfielders, but especially this week, I'm really looking at some guys that are not super highly priced, a little bit cheaper. We're gonna go ahead and start with looking at Joao Paulo for Seattle FC. Seattle uh, looks like they're gonna get a couple goals in this game, gonna be very active on, on their on offense. I think Joao Paulo is going to be the player who is really going to, um, to engineer uh, the, the attack for Seattle on this one. Um, Joao Paulo, Obviously, we know there's no Nico Lodero. He's injured, uh, had surgery on his knee. And so I think that Joao Paulo will be taking over on a majority of set pieces, uh, a lot of corner kicks as well, be very active in the attack. He's also averaging six crosses per game this year, and he's had a total of 20 shots assisted in the last six games. Joao Paulo's been playing at a more of a, a midfield position, a true midfield position, but has really been pushing forward, looking to get goals and assists. He's got Raul Rui Diaz, who he can also pass the ball to, um, with great chances to score in this game. Houston just allowing quite a bit of goals as well. Um, I think that he's got a great chance to get an assist or a goal. Joao Paulo at 7.7K. I'm forming my team around him this week at not such a high price. I'm looking at a slightly lower priced guy now. We're gonna talk about some of the midfielders that are a bit cheaper. And one of my favorite guys at this price is going to be Fafa Picult for Houston Dynamo. I know I'm really on the Houston Dynamo and they're going against Seattle and Seattle are great, but I think that Fafa Picult has been fantastic lately, got a great chance to do something in this game. He has scored or assisted in three of the last four games and he's averaging almost four crosses per game. So uh, Urutis has been playing at like a, a true striker position. Fafa Picalt has really been mixing it up at either right midfield or a left midfield position. Um, usually those right midfielders, left midfielders for the Houston Dynamo have been pushing forward, um, playing at more of a left wing or a, a, a right wing position. And in that position, it really has allowed them to be free in the attack, get a lot of goals and assists for those players. Fafa Picalt has been a guy at the centerpiece for the attack of Houston Dynamo lately. So if he gets to start, make sure he's in your lineup. He's pretty cheap at 6.2K, sorry, 6.1K. But at 6.2K is going to be his teammate, Memo Rodriguez, who is, uh, like I said, 6.2K, no Tyler Pasher in this game. Pasher, as you probably remember from my last video, I recommended him. He has been called up to the Canadian national team, will not be playing in this game. So I think Memo Rodriguez is a fantastic option to replace him. Um, Rodriguez has been playing pretty well lately as well, um, two starts, and in those last two games he's had seven crosses and four shots in those games. Not super high upside, but I think he provides a pretty uh, nice floor, especially if he gets the start, which he should in this game against Seattle. 6.2k, I really like him. Now, here is my value play at midfield. I really, really love Jose Cifuentes for LAFC. Cifuentes is at 5.4k. Pretty cheap price for a midfielder, but he has been on a tear lately, averaging over 14 fantasy points per game in the last four games, three of which 
games, he scored or assisted. Uh, he's been fantastic, and uh, during that time, he has also averaged two shots per game. He has been playing in a true midfield position, but it doesn't worry me at all. He has been joining the attack with a ferocity and a passion to score goals and to get assists. Um, it's unsure if Rossi, Vela, or both will start in this game, but I think either way, Cifuentes is going to have a huge part in the game for LAFC. Austin is honestly allowing a good amount of goals this year. Um, they, I understand they had a great game last game, beat Portland 4-1, but I think in this game it's a bit of a different story. Cifuentes at 5.4k, fantastic value. Let's go ahead and look at a defender now. I was uh, only really looking at one defender, not too many great defenders on the slate this week. However, Zan, Zan Komanik uh, for Austin. Uh, he's the one player for Austin that I'm really going to be looking at this week. At 6.3k, I understand he's quite expensive, um, but at his price, Austin have really looked his way this season. Um, he's been playing at more of a left back or right back. Um, position. He's been moving far up the field, which is something you love out of your defenders. Um, and he's just had a, an insane 20 crosses over the last three games. Um, in the last game he played, he actually had a total of 13 crosses. Um, with Austin now with a lot of confidence moving forward in this game after beating Portland 4-1 last week, I think they've got a great chance to be able to push forward, create chances, get in the attack. And I think Kolmanic is going to be the guy who's going to be able to do that, especially from a defensive position. I love him, especially if he can get somewhere around seven, eight, nine crosses in this game, which I think is definitely possible. They're going to be looking towards him, 6.3K. I really like Kolmanic in this game. Uh, finally, we're going, to head and, we're going to go ahead and look at a goalkeeper option. Um, looking at Thomas Romero for LAFC, he's probably my favorite option this week. I understand there are a couple other guys on DraftKings, priced a bit higher, but I'll tell you why Romero at 5K is my favorite option. He has had a total of 16 points and 12 points in both wins that he has started this year. Um, I really think that LAFC should be Austin in this game. I understand Austin had a great game last time, but I think that LAFC really puts the pedal to the metal in this one, gets some goals, wins this game. I think he's got a great chance to get a clean sheet in this game, and that just adds even more to the floor that Romero's got. Um, he's not the most expensive guy because he doesn't make a ton of saves. And if Austin does get a goal, it could really ruin that. But I don't think that Austin's going to score in this game. I think that uh, I think that Romero's a great pick for yourself at goalkeeper this week. Finally, let's go ahead and look at some of the bets that we will be looking at. Um, some of my favorite bets, I'm really staying away from the, the Colorado-Minnesota game. Not a great fill on that one. I think both teams can be uh, very viable in the attack. But um, my favorite bets that I was able to find on DraftKings Sportsbook this week is uh, for both teams to score and tie for the Seattle and Houston game. You can find that at plus 400. Um, Seattle have actually tied in their last two games, and Houston have tied in their last four. Like I said, both teams are allowing goals, but also scoring goals. Um, I think that it's kind of another situation here in this game. Um, I had mentioned how Houston has a really good attack. I think they're a bit underrated in this game, and they can come out with a lot of fire. So I predict a tie in this game. Both teams probably to score as well. Plus 400, I think it's a pretty good bet. Uh, my other my other favorite bet looking at this slate would be uh, LAFC to win to nil against Austin, and that is plus three, 330. So not fantastic odds, but I do think you get a little bit of value. I know I really talked trash last video about Austin. Didn't really work out. Uh, really a big surprise 4-1 win against Portland, but I think the LAFC gets the job done this week. Um, I think if you're looking to play some bets, I think that's a really sneaky bet, plus 330. 
Uh, LAFC have also scored in their last six games, and then Austin have been shut out in six of their last eight games. Um, so I think they've got a, a great chance to not score any goals here. LAFC to score, win the game, go ahead and place that bet at, at a plus 330. All right, that being said, that is really all the bets that we're going to be looking at this week and some of the picks that we're going to be looking at. Uh, quick reminder to smash the like button on the video and then also head on over to Mayo Media Network and subscribe to the channel. Um, also, don't forget to leave a review on any anywhere you get your audio podcasts from. And also head on over to Twitter. Follow me at Ethan Kershaw 9 I will help you out with your DFS questions, any kind of soccer-related questions, issues, anything you have. Go ahead and hit me up. I'll be over there to help you out. I hope you all have a wonderful week. And good luck this week winning some cash. I will talk to you all later. See ya.